Celtic versus Shakhtar Donetsk. The Old Firm in Europe's Big League. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Okay, let's start the post-match analysis then Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here They've watched the game You lot either watched it at home Or even better still, you were at it Pick up the phone and let us know What happened? What was the performance like for Celtic tonight? That's European football over for the season How do you sum up the campaign? Let us know Kevin's first up from Motherwell Kevin, how did it go for you? Uh, I've just did a way back to the game I was just saying your guy there Answered the phone is. It's probably it was it's the most it was the most important game in the group and it's the worst we played. Um, but I, 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 saying that, I don't actually think we played particularly bad. But I just think it's because I think the expectations of watching Celtic this season. And I know we've only had the, the one point before tonight, but the expectation is we've been brilliant going forward, creating loads of chances, and that just wasn't the case tonight. The, the chances kind of came and went. Uh, really we were kind of really rare to be honest but at no point did I feel when we were going forward we've got to score here that, that, it was one of the nights I just felt we've got to get the ball away it was the exact opposite and as I say to the producer I think that we will definitely come back better placed better experienced and a better team next year in Europe um, for this experience I think we've came on definitely for last year but ultimately the strongest part of your game in Scotland which is scoring goals has ironically been the thing that's let us down in Europe and there's no getting away from that we've missed far too many chances um, and it's quite it's cost us Mark yeah uh, well you can't argue with that what Kevin says there are far too many chances not converting enough of them um, and it does cost you at this level and it's never been a problem but I, I do believe the more you play at this level um, particularly front players the composure will be there it's hard to think of another campaign that you would go through and create that many chances and, and not take a, a portion of them um, and it's just not felt for Celtic in front of goals Jacques Marcus again you've got to say did his job tonight no he, he didn't score a hard trick or anything but he was putting the team to score a goal and he, he did he got Celtic ahead but it, again I keep saying it's a balance at one end getting it right in both boxes getting it right and when Celtic are one up again the worst they should come away with is a one a one goal win I haven't seen it half time I can see more goals in this for Celtic I, I can't really see them conceding and look what happens Shakhtar should have scored more than one mm. in the second half having, said that, having said that the goal that they do concede is absolute elite from yeah, from Mudrick, isn't it? So yeah, that's top notch. That's that's this level for you, you know. And the Champions League, you know, you get one. He's the one superstar in that side who can do that, you know. And he's shown on this stage that he can perform. On this stage, you made a good point to to Daz about Kyogo and Jota and Haxabanovic and all those guys who are amazing domestically just haven't quite been there. In this Champions mm. League campaign But, but it's our first one But you've got to balance it up with that Mark. Everybody's highlighting Celtic's missed chances Now I love the way Celtic go about their business right? I love that attacking flair They get as many attacking forwards on the pitch As they possibly could tonight In a must win game So the manager's brave He's gone for it But when you do that You're going to give up chances at the other end 
course you are because you've not got enough defensive midfield players you've not got enough cover for your back men mm. and if you're looking overall play tonight I thought first half Celtic played very well I thought they were sharp everything they ran out of steam a little bit in the second half but if you look at it overall they probably had the best chances to win the game well, I don't think there's any doubt because of the sitter, but then Kyogo's chances. It's yeah, not and then as, the lad at the back post when uh, ah, number two. I think you two. I, are, think, I think he's got to nah, do look, better. That. It, a tight but angle. even take that away, Gordon. I, I always, I never, even tonight, I looked at the attacking lineup and I thought there's goals here for Celtic, but I never look at them and think they're going to keep a clean sheet. No, because they're that open, and I'm not negative against that. I like the way he I plays. Say it again, though, that that's one clean sheet in thirty. Is it Champions League games? Yeah. As I said, 29 before, and it was Anderlecht away, probably an unexpected one at that. It just goes to show you the level of competition you're coming up against. If you're having to score two and three mm-hmm. goals at home, it's incredible hard. Scoring goals, hardest thing in the game. Yeah. Um, Kevin, what about, you know, overall, and how do you sum up that, that campaign? It feels like you're. Okay with it Clearly you're not delighted Because you don't want to be Bottom of the group But you don't sound Too down about it either Is that fair? No because I think I think uh, Even if you watch it on, uh, on the telly And you watch the Experienced pundits On different channels Guys that have played Top level They've also the same. They've all been Mega And best with Celtic And um, They felt that we've been Unlucky I don't really Necessarily agree with that I don't think we've been unlucky I think at this level, you need to finish. That Mudrik had one chance and he scored it. That's the, that's the difference. So, but I just think there's been progress. Um, I don't. We've not looked. It's, it's hard. I hope I'd make sense here, but I don't think that we look out of place. We're, we're in, uh, in the group that we were in, but I still don't think we're necessarily ready for that level. Um, I think we should be maybe. Uh, you know, we'd probably be better placed against Europa League teams, things like that. That's probably more, but that's where we can gain better experience, maybe. But we've, we've done, we've done the club proud. We, when I when I saw the group, I can remember in the summer there was a Rangers fan phoned up in June, just as you were winding down, and he said to Hugh Evans, um, "Celtic will finish with zero points and zero goals." That was in June. Well. I bet he wish he kept his mouth shut now. I know we've not been, but he's not too far off it, but. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Two points. Um, he was saying, clap his hands, and now we shall. I kind of get it. I've ne- must admit, I've never really, just a personal thing, bought into this distinction that we keep making about the level mark, and you keep hearing it about people determined to draw this big conclusion about whether you do or do not belong at the Champions League or maybe Europa League is your level and, and so on I mean Rangers played Leipzig in the Europa League last season and and obviously beat them and, and that's the team that's finished above Celtic in the Champions League this this stage Look, once you start talking about the Real Madrids etc if you're in the Europa League it's perfectly possible you play opposition roundabout Shakhtar Donetsk yeah. um, and ultimately without stating the obvious there are about eight groups in the Champions League, which means eight teams are going to finish bottom of their group. Does it mean they all don't belong? I don't really get it. I think you no, ultimately that, just it means you don't belong in the knockout stages, clearly, because the tournament will tell you that. I, I agree with you totally. I do think Celtic belong at this level in the group stages. In the group stages, but quite clear that they don't belong any further than that. Um, and they will get better. Now, the the thing I, th- I think Celtic fans are are hoping for is that win to say look there you are there's success we can beat the top teams that's the next stage 
You go back 12 months To where Celtic were In the Europa League And things weren't going great And then into the Europa Conference League Even worse So a progression would be To get to the knockout stages Of the Europa League That might be a progression But it'll be better for this next year You've got to think If it's a similar group of players That they keep in the summer mm-hmm. And they make the Champions League Then they'll be better for the experience It's that old balance of performance Versus result Gordon That's five games now mm-hmm. And Celtic haven't even looked close To being out of place Performance wise mm-hmm. In those five games But I would also respect anyone's right To say well hold on a minute Bottom of the group in two points Is hardly much to shout about So again is that And we've seen it in a more positive sense as well you know, talking about domestically, is it all about the result, or are you trying to p- p- performances clearly matter to people? That's why Kevin's finding some crumbs the, of comfort the, in there. The positive for me for Celtic is that they've held their own in most of the games, Gordon. Uh, yeah, you can look at finishing, you can look at because of the attacking options, and I know a lot of pundits out there, next managers and managers and coaches, always think. You know, maybe go a little bit more negative in the middle of the part to certain midfield players, give a bit of cover. But this isn't the manager's way. And I've got to be honest, I bought into it. I like it. I like watching it as a neutral. And as much as the Celtic fans are coming on saying tonight, well, we didn't play as particularly well like we've played mm-hmm. in the past. I thought Celtic played yeah. okay tonight. I really did. I enjoyed it. But you're coming up against a little bit of quality. And when that quality gets an opportunity, then they can hurt you. Uh, right, thank you Kevin What about Brian on the line? How do you see it at the moment, Brian? Hi, just three quick statements Not necessarily points um, okay. I think uh, absolutely no regrets No complaints about tonight The only thing I would, I would say is um, I think Ange got it wrong playing Abada He's just not played well in Europe at all And Forrest should have started And Moy should be nowhere near that team And, uh, it's just, and even, even like We won now up right? Maybe a part of them Belgrade When Jackie Jack and Austin played years ago We won now up and you've got a corner and you've got every man just about in their half that's when obviously the, the, the Dogan scored and my last point is Mudrick is different class other than that no regrets but I just think some sorry tactical changes by Ange well, we certainly we will not be disagreeing on the Mudrick point Andy who's watched any game of football at any level will tell you he's a player so we'll agree on that um, what, what's annoying you about Aaron Moy then Brian because I, I feel like he keeps popping up domestically recently and Celtic fans keep telling us on Twitter that he's he's very good and he's putting in some good performances but didn't manage to impact the game much tonight, did he? He's pedestrian and his passing was pretty poor as well. And he, even like, there's a number of things go back to Cross. He's come in to say, just Cross, he's one of good enough. But all said and done, I think they were a far better team than us. I'm absolutely no complaints about the result. But I just think Forrest has been on fire for recently. And they come on, okay, okay, they were sitting back. Shakhtar were sitting back. Before us came on, he had a run, run out players, and he'd done, he done well. But Abada and these games, Champions League level, he's just looked at his depth. He's looked like a rabbit in headlights, in all honesty. And it's just like Andy's made a few mistakes there. But I would say Taylor, I thought Taylor has been immense for us. He's come on, Andy's got him on. I think he's, one, I think he's your best player, right, Taylor? Yeah, I mean, Mark, we keep talking because it's so obvious that, you know, the difference between. Domestic and European competition It's obviously a step up Brian's picked out a couple of individuals That he thinks in particular Are not bridging that gap Abada being one And Aaron Moy being the other Maybe a bit different for Moy Because it's sub-appearances here and Mm -hmm. there in Europe But would they be good examples? Yeah, I'd have to agree with Brian on both of those Um, I was surprised that Abada started tonight I had Forrest in to start Just because His recent form And I thought Abada at this level, yeah, he does look a wee bit short. And that's not to say he won't be 
any good at this level in the future because I, I think the boy's a good player. But he's still young, he's still adapting and he just looks a wee bit out of his depth. So for that instance, I thought, yeah, James Ford. Moy, Moy looks a good player domestically for Celtic. Looks like when everything's going his way and Celtic have got plenty of possession and he can take his time and control games, it is easy for him and he looks a player. But at this level, we all know this is a totally different standard and you need to make the most of possession when you get it. You need to be mobile, you need to be quick now at this level and he does look far off. Well, the manager so why actually did you backs have him it up. Starting well, the manager backed that up. No, he man, didn't. Well, did I don't see him every day. I see. I but you put had him in your starting eleven. I put 11. him in my starting eleven. Why then? Because well, I'm trying to tell you, but you keep being negative against him. But I put him in my starting eleven mm-hmm. for his performance domestically. We've not seen him start one of these Champions League games. All we've seen is him off the bench. Now the manager must have thought this is too much to start him. Otherwise, he would have started him. We spoke about how him, Hatati, and O'Reilly have formed a good three domestically. But the managers looked at that and thought, no, this isn't going to do it tonight. So that tells a story. What so, surprised me was the position he, he was taking up. He, he, we we watched him live last week at Fur Park and he played more at Central and he got involved in things. But tonight he seemed to... It was like nearly was a, a, a right winger. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, I don't understand that. Now, I totally can yeah, take... Yeah, but not, not in the up and down the touchline no, variety. No, no, And And, and Matt and I both agree. I looked at him at one point thought, has he been on since the beginning? Because he looks knackered. But you go back to the Abada uh, discussion, Gordon. Now, you can look at it and I totally agree that I'm a James Forrest. I think experience wins hands down, right? The Abada's a young lad. He's, he's come on the scene. He's been brilliant. And let's be positive about... It was him that made a fantastic run to get Giacomacchus the opportunity to score and put the ball in the back of net. Apart from that, he contributed not a lot. I think if you're looking at... There were big gambles tonight. We didn't know Kyogo was going to play in behind uh, the strikers. I thought that was an excellent choice. I thought it looked lively. That'll be something going forward. But me personally, if you look at the full game, I would always went for Forrest. I mean... Uh, well, I was going to say, arguably, most people would agree Jota's the best of the lot, Mark. Yeah, and he's not he's not been available by far. Um, I mean, that's that's football, isn't it? Though every team's having to deal with with injuries. So I'm not sure Ange Postecoglou would offer it as an excuse. It would have been nice. Would they have made a difference? Who knows? Well, you always need your best players against the best teams in Europe, so it's unfortunate. But I, I said about Rangers earlier, when you've got a big squad, you just need to go on it. Now you could argue that Celtic are strong in the wide areas, so if they're going to lose someday. It might be somebody in the wide area. Just other guys, have they really stepped up to the mark? I think Haksabanovic has looked okay in stages. Maeda, well, you get him pressing, but you don't get the creativity. So when you take Jota out, he presses well, he creates, he scores. It's always going to be a big loss for you. Um, but the other side, I think we've seen enough of a bad at this level just to think it's a wee bit to go yeah. in his development to stand out. Brian, are you like the previous caller where there's not much to, to you know, celebrate, but you're not that overall, you're not that down about the campaign overall? I'm not that down, but the point I made, one of the points you never mentioned, as the one I mentioned, that we've won the lot, right? Victory's what we want. We've got a corner, we push everybody up to the halfway line. There's nobody behind the halfway line, and that's when they go and break and score. It was a bit like the ancient boys of Celtic against Partizan Belgrade many years ago. I've got to realise I'm surprised that Ange let that happen. We're in control of the game. We're one nil up. 
Might be pushing people on to come get a second goal. Brian, where do you want people? If you've got, if it's a corner to you, you're not going to keep people all the way back in your own half. No, I know, but you're going to guys. Did you, you watch the goal back and you just see we hit everybody just in, in their half? There was nothing. Yeah, it just broke. I mean, they were they were clapping. That was their kind of attack. That was their style. But the big, the big problem was the big problem was Brian that when Gordon highlighted it, when it broke and it was Carter Vickers had an opportunity take to take a foul, yeah. and he could have pulled the player back and he didn't. Now that leaves then a a foot race between Mudrey mm-hmm. and Juranovic where you don't want to be. So when you don't take that foul already, it's too late. Yeah. Um, and and they my, got one. Celtic just quickly because I've, I've just watched it back. Yeah, four players. It was a it's a four on three in Celtic's favour. Now right. they, are, they are scrambling, but it's four on three in yeah. Celtic's favour. Then you get one of the better finishes you'll see anywhere in Europe. When Mudrić steps inside, Juranovic shows him inside. There's four Celtic yep. defenders. There are four players plus the goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. Right now, let me tell you now as a coach, manager, stroke, whatever. You're thinking, right? It's got to take a wonder here to 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 score. And the lad produced a wonder You've got to just As a neutral you clap him and say That is incredible That's a great piece of skill If I'd have been a Celtic player We'd be talking about that the next season A fantastic goal it was Okay you can strip it down Why do you put attacking players But when he steps inside He's what 20 yards 20, 22 yards out There are four Celtic players In the line of him And the goalkeeper and he still manages to put it in the top corner. So sometimes put your hands up well, and just say, what, I've been beating Maybe you. even better than that, Mark. It doesn't go in the corner. From just outside the box, he manages to hit it with so much power that it dips over uh, Joe Hart. It's quite central, actually. It's, 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 a, incredible. it's a stunning finish. Unsavable. Joe Hart's a quality keeper, and he already made one good save from him in the first half. But you, you're just not saving that. And Daz is right. If you look at that, if you ran attack v defence mm-hmm. in training, I think you're quite pleased with how your defenders have pushed him inside into an area where there's bodies in there to block a shot and you're quite happy with him shooting for 20 yards but the guy's a wonderful player and unfortunately he pulls one right out the top drawer Right, thank you Brian How do you feel Celtic fans? How do you sum it up tonight? How do you sum up the campaign as a whole? We'll hopefully hear from Ange Postacoglu very soon so get your calls in This is Celtic versus Shakhtar Donetsk The Old Firm In Europe's Big League This is Clyde One Super Scoreboards Okay, the post-match analysis is well underway Celtic have drawn at home to Shakhtar Donetsk It means they will finish bottom of the group There will be no Europa League football after Christmas and uh, on we go to look back on what happened tonight and what's happened over uh, all the other previous matches as well. Five matches in total. Let's bring in Lindsay, who's from Kilwinning. How would you sum it up, Lindsay? Um, I said that I can see the potential and I'm absolutely chuffed to bits that the team's like, made such huge steps in such a short space of time. But we're still lacking in that final finish. So I'm, I'm ultimately gutted, but... I can see the potential there. So when you say that, you're talking about you know just general performance, balance of play. You've been to the games, you've watched it with your eyes. You don't you don't feel like Celtic are miles out their depth. You just just missing that that sort of cutting edge. No, yeah. One of your other callers just before there said that um, that um, Shakhtar were above us and that we were just out of our league against maybe other teams. I would have said that, but I don't think we were out of our league tonight. We definitely looked that we were right 
right up for it and we, we matched them and actually in some cases I think we actually outplayed them. They were just, obviously their goal was excellent and they break and when they do they take advantage but our play for the general part of the match was far better than theirs. Yeah Mark, I must admit, yes, fair play to Shakhtar, they got a point against Real Madrid, you're at, could Celtic do the same? Fine. But we've seen Celtic go head-to-head with Shakhtar over 180 minutes. Mudrik, outstanding, but there's clearly not much between those sides. Oh, no, Drawn twice not. for a start. Yeah, yeah, and I think the game over in Poland, Celtic were by far the better team. Shakhtar were only in it really for about maybe 10 minutes to that first half and Celtic should have won it. Tonight, um, territory, I think Celtic controlled the majority of that, particularly in the first half. Second half, it got to that stage in it that they just fell out it. Now, that's the difference that when you've got a superstar like Mudrick, you get punished. And then there was a wee period that Shakhtar had outstanding chances, a couple of real good chances. But, uh, no, I fail to see how mm. Celtic were out their depth against Shakhtar. They're very similar. But Shakhtar have just found a way of playing against mm. the big teams better well, was, than Celtic I was going to say, what's next then, Gordon? Because for all Celtic have had these encouraging signs that Lindsay mentions, can you imagine the Celtic team grinding out a draw with Real Madrid yet? It doesn't feel like you can. Why is that? Um, I think they're still in the learning process, Gordon. They've uh, you know, got a new, obviously new players there with Posta Coglu, the new style. They're, they're attacking every game. Um, they don't have a negative thought when they get into games. Now, everybody's concentrating on this. Well, we've played in the Champions League. That's five games. They've scored three goals. They've created a lot of chances. Yeah, they're worried about that. But the good thing, positive, they're creating the chances. But you look at the other side as well. For the good play and the positive play and going forward in the attacking players, they've played five games and lost ten goals. So there's a balance there to get, Gordon. As much as every Celtic fan will come on and say, oh, we've just missed chance after chance and we've, we should put the ball in the back in air. It's a different level. You look at the league, 11 games, 39 goals for, nine against, right? But... I look at the, the balance of it Three goals in the Champions League For five games But they've lost ten So there's a bit of work to be done To get that fine balance And that'll come with playing mm. Against top level teams And top level players well, Who impressed you tonight Lindsay And I, I guess on the flip side Who didn't? Um, I don't I agree But actually I felt Kyogo Didn't really impress me I feel like He loses the ball quite easily At his feet and he doesn't quite, like, he got in front of goal and he looked like a rabbit in headlights. He didn't know what to do. And then it got taken off him. So I was a wee bit disappointed mm-hmm. with him. But I think he should have played Forrest for the word goal. Forrest made a difference when he came on, but we were far too late in the game for that. Yeah, seen a bit of a theme developing on Forrest. Kyogo Mark, you actually, you guys liked him in that, that role. You yeah. thought it worked up to a point. What, what is... What's happening with his chance taking? Because I, I get it was only one, but you just need, you might need to do that at this level. Jackie Marcus got one tonight, stuck it away. Yeah, Kyogo's is a pretty simple chance. Yep, I think he's he's gone through a sticky stage just now in his career. Now I'm not just saying this because it's after this game, but I, I said it before the game, and that's why I thought Jackie Marcus would play over him um, tonight in that number nine role. Um, even last week at Motherwell, we seen him miss a couple of chances. Daz will know You're not much better than me I mean A striker's confidence Have you missed a few Does it then affect you I don't know what you need to To really Get over that In that position But on his performance tonight 
I, I disagree with Lindsay and that. I, I quite liked him in that position. I thought he took up good positions. I thought when he got the ball, he, he looked to go for it. He picked a couple of nice passes in the first half. Yes, his chance was a big moment. It was a big moment. But with the manager, is the one that counts, he must have agreed with Lindsay because he taken him off at, at an important point of the game. So he must have not seen enough see the to difference, See the difference you're talking about? You, you, you highlighted it, Mark. We seen him in Wednesday and he missed a few chances. But he eventually got his goal because they keep getting chances. Like, say, tonight, now you've seen the sort of, uh, you know, the, the sort of uh, how he felt when he came off the pitch. I have to say, that was my big moment in the Champions mm-hmm. League to score because he knows he's not getting two and three of them a game. Gordon highlighted it. Jack Marcus got one chance. Fortunately for him, bang, puts it in the back of net. That's the difference at that level. You might not get the two, three that you get mm-hmm. week in, week out domestically. You might just get that one chance. You might get that half chance. We talk about the the you know the the, the quality that other teams have got. Tonight, when you see where Mudrick was at one point, you're thinking, okay, Celtic have recovered the situation. All of a sudden, bang, it's in the back of net. That's the difference. Lindsay, don't think you can come on here and not tell us the story that you told the producer about your troubles getting to the game tonight. That's not happening. <laughs> I was literally about to arrive at Celtic Park when my husband phoned to say, you don't have the tickets for sitting in the kitchen. <laughs> oh, what a disaster. Now, obviously, like any loving husband did, he brought them up for you. He didn't make you drive all the way back home, did he? He actually drove as far as, uh, well, 15 minutes he drove to meet me at a petrol station. <laughs> oh, fair enough. That's a gesture. It's 15 he minutes further than Gordon Dale would have driven. Ah, yeah. Oh no, no chance. I can't uh, believe he didn't bring them all the way. Do you know? Do you know? Oh. I would have d- played it the different way. I, I wouldn't have f- told her that the tickets were there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and did you? Would, how much did you miss, or did you make it? I made it with one minute to oh. spare, but I'd, I tested my car to its maximum speed limit. Uh, sorry if the uh, oh, police oh. officers are listening. I'm sure it was all within the, the realms of legality. Yeah. Lindsay, yeah. well, thanks for sharing your thoughts. It was some good stuff. A safe trip home, please. Thank you, nice talking to you guys Lindsay from somewhere between Glasgow and Kawinning She'll probably do a few shuttle runs uh, Back (laughs) back a distance As we, uh, I mean it's not just around the corner Is it? No it is not Um, But listen, I've been at Celtic Park on nights like this I know you're all stuck in traffic So you might as well give us a call And uh, let us know how you saw it tonight We can't be far away from hearing from Ange Postacoglu That would be my hope Uh, Aidan, how do you sum up things in the Champions League this season then? I thought Things went okay Could have been a lot better I think we we could have progressed If we just started taking our chances But There was a few players tonight I thought looked good as well Thought we Greg Taylor looked good He was He was alright Moise Jensen Another good performance for him But Hatati and O'Reilly Were just off it tonight Hatati and O'Reilly Were off it tonight uh, I think I think it's a difficult shift For Ray too Gordon Because they've got so so many uh, attacking players on, but I'll, I'll get back to Ian. I think Greg Taylor has convinced everybody he's a quality Celtic uh, fullback. He's been terrific from the beginning of the season. Did he have his doubters? Yes, he did. Not just myself, I'll be first to admit it. I, I wasn't his biggest fan, but he certainly turned me around and uh, some of his plays brilliant down that left-hand side. He's become such an important player for Celtic. Uh, on the point of Hatati and O'Reilly, I 
didn't think they were awful. I, I just don't think they were as good as what they've been and probably the standards well, have set. Tati was yeah, alright, was he not? It was, it, they were fine. I thought they took up some good positions. Riley's unlucky with the one he curls past the post. Tati, couple of nice bits of composed play. But they just didn't quite hit, hit the heights. But I would go through the full Celtic team tonight. You know, watching him apart in the from, Champions League. Apart from Taylor, though, is he, was he the standout? A Taylor's, Taylor's, standout. Taylor's in just a rich vein of form just now. He can hardly do anything wrong. Um, and I love to see that because of the stick he took. But apart from that, uh, all the Champions League games, this was the most underwhelming performance I've seen. Mm. And I'll go back to it. It's not to say that Celtic played bad. I probably just expected more. When I seen six attacking players in that lineup, I thought they are going to overwhelm Shakhtar. And I don't think they quite do hit you, those heights. Do you think that Shakhtar almost respected what Celtic did over there in terms of performance level and did a bit of a number in the sense that Celtic were... It wasn't quite the low block they face in in, in domestic football. Far from it because you know how well Shakhtar break. But that's what they did. They broke. Yeah. You know, Celtic were, were still always up against a very disciplined team and they knew with guys like Mudrick they can then... They can then break So I wonder if they're, Although of course You can criticise Celtic For maybe not being as creative Was it actually One of the better Defensive performances From an opponent We've seen yeah, come up Against Celtic absolutely. this season I think so And I said it during the game That I thought Or just at the end of the game I thought it was a terrific Performance from Shakhtar In that respect That I think they allowed Celtic A lot of the possession But we highlighted it In the first half Traore Centre forward Was 35 yards From his own goal They broke up play and before you knew it, they were bearing down in Joe Hart and Midrick should have scored. So these teams adapt because they know how good Celtic are at coming forward, mm-hmm. how fast they start, but they're willing to adapt to, to get a positive result. I like the word you used, Aidan, to sum up Celtic's campaign. Okay. Is that, is that about it? It was, it was. It was okay. There was signs of progress. There's signs of pressing. There's signs that we're getting better. But it's just... There's just... One, we're just missing something. I don't know what, but we're just missing it. Gordon, what are they missing? Uh, my Madrid, my, a, a seventy million pounds finisher. No, yeah. I, I, I just think there's a balance to everything. Um, as I highlighted two minutes ago, everybody's talking about the chances missed, but they still gave up ten goals. I agree with Mark there about Shakhtar. I thought their their performance was brilliant. The way they sat and they knew that the only way mm-hmm. they could. Hurt Celtic was the pace of God. See, see the only thing on that, I take obviously that you need a balance. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with the the, the principle mm-hmm. of that. But see, based on what we've seen from the five games from Celtic, is it not fair to say that every team in that group gives up chances the way Celtic do, but not many pass up as many chances as Celtic do in yeah, an attacking yeah, sense? You, yeah, because you could look at the amount of people talking about how many chances Celtic have missed. But I look at a Celtic team, if they're going to go and be better, mm-hmm. I think they've got to make sure that there's a clean sheet in there no, as well. Yeah, of listen, that's what I'm saying. Right. I, I do get that. But if, you're, if you've just referenced Celtic's missed chances, as you have, mm-hmm. then with that comes the, the automatic conclusion that these other teams in Celtic's group are giving up chances, but they don't seem to miss as many as Celtic do. Yeah, but everybody goes back to thinking that's something to do with the Champions League. Uh, no, it is. Look at the quality of Nkunku, of Modric, of Vinicius. Right, well, we'll get back to I'll get back to Kyogo's header at Celtic Park early on um, in the last game. That's nothing to mm. do with this is a Champions League. I'm snatching at this. No, but I'm, I'm not talking about Kyogo versus Kyogo. I'm talking mm. about Kyogo versus Modric. 
Oh, they've got they've got players that can turn the game in a, an instance. You've seen that tonight. Midrick was absolutely brilliant. We didn't think he was he was going to produce that wonder finish. Um, that's a, that's a level you're at. The quality. Do Celtic belong in that that group stages? I believe they do. I think they will learn from it. But I go back to as much as yes, they need to start being more clinical. But also, they need the balance of saying, right, okay, if we do get into a 1-0, we know how to see it out in this sort of I a su- Champions I suppose it's a manager's preference. And it's his decision, ultimately, what he thinks. Does he think his best bet, then, it's is to outscore the opposition? It's to outscore the opposition, which I believe Ange Postacoglu is trying to do in his faith mm-hmm. in. Or does he think Kyogo, for all the good he is, isn't a Benzema, or he isn't a Mudrik, so we're going to miss chances So we go more defensive It looks like this Celtic manager Will never ever do that mm-hmm. I think he'll put trust in his players But how you get that Clinical edge at this level Is It makes you a superstar you, you want to be in Scotland if you were mm. Possibly Yeah I mean Aidan do you think The team learns from this is, is that all part of it It is the first season in the Champions League for a while is that, is that perhaps a, a not a positive, but something that you can see in the future? We will. I think we will learn from it. And as we go on, we will start performing better in European competitions. But it's been the same for Celtic. Like, ever since Brendan Rodgers came in, we started playing well. And it's just... Brendan, when Brendan Rodgers came in, the European performances were still just as bad. And it's always been the same for Celtic in Europe. See, I was thinking, you know, Mark... You've still got to show that you can go and cause something because Brendan Rodgers gets a lot of stick about his Champions League performances um, because of those heavy defeats. For a start, he got Celtic there twice, yep. which doesn't always happen. Through the qualifiers, by the way, he drew it home with Man City, he drew away with Man City, and he won 3 0 away in Anderlecht. Yep. Now, I get it, I've picked out what three games out of whatever it would have been across mm, the, the two campaigns, yeah, but six, yeah. um, well, 12. But is well, that, campaign, sorry, yeah. Is that um, you know do we, do we sometimes overlook that because you know? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, obviously the big defeats. Is so, I mean, is that in people's things? heads? Ah, of course. Um, but at least it's like the, the Postacoglu spoke about a tangible sign of success. I, I guess drawing against the superstars of Man City and then twice and then getting a victory is relative success at this stage. You know, Neil Lennon will always get overlooked and brushed away But he's made mm. it to the last 16 it is. So I, I think that always gets forgot about Because he didn't play pure, exciting football He obviously balanced what I was just saying there He obviously thought our best chance is to play more pragmatic And try and nick something And if people like to watch it, it's up to them yeah. But it was successful to a certain extent Ange Postacoglu is never going to mm. go down that route So either needs to find But then does there become a point Because I, I, We could spend ages Going over the recent European history of Celtic But when Brendan Rodgers left and Neil Lennon returned Celtic fans all told us that The pr- pragmatic band, brand of European football Was going to return And mm. they lost 4-1 at home and 4-1 away to Sparta Prague I was, uh, What I would then say In defence of that is it was much Brendan Rodgers' players that Neil Lennon was trying to shape into his okay. team. Neil Lennon had these players and, and it worked for him. Thank but. you, Aidan. We are going to hear from Ange Postacoglu. I know you Celtic fans are always interested in his take. Well, stay right there and we'll hear it next. This 
is Celtic versus Shakhtar Donetsk. The Old Firm in Europe's Big League. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboards. Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here Another late shift for them But they're still going strong Looking for reaction To the game at Celtic Park A draw on the night It takes Celtic up to only two points In the Champions League group Not enough To give them any chance It means they go to The Bernabeu for A dead rubber In the next Champions League game As far as Celtic are concerned Anyway Real have a bit to play for Because they lost in Leipzig tonight So it's looking very tight At the top of that group Madrid on 10 points Leipzig on 9 And Shakhtar up to 6 So between the three of them They're having a nice old end To the campaign Well Madrid are through are they? Yeah but in terms of winning yeah. the group In terms of winning yeah. the group Yeah um, But yeah for Celtic You never knock over there It's not it? a bad place to play A dead rubber nah, is it? I've no. been to worse places And played Just depends how much Real want to top that group Ah, uh, maybe I'll take that back then. Actually, Aye. Um Anyway, let's hear from Ange Postecoglou. I know many of you will still be in the car, or you've stayed up late in your houses to listen. Here's what he made of things. Look, it was a you know it was a tight game. Uh, it was always going to be a tight game. A lot of stake for both clubs, and I didn't expect it to be sort of open affair with a lot of chances. And uh, I thought for the most part we controlled the game well. You know, we uh, played in the areas we wanted to. We did create chances, we minimised their threat, uh, we scored the goal and you know, I thought at that stage that uh, we're in control, um, obviously you know, then they've scored a, you know, a great goal from a counter-attack which was disappointing from us but you know, we had a great chance with Kyogo after that and then they missed the chance so it was just a tight football match, um, you expect at this level so um, yeah, we're disappointed with the outcome but um, yeah, in terms of the players' effort and what they put into it, um, yeah, I'm couldn't ask any more of them. You know, wins and goals at this level are, you know, hard, hard earned. And um, I thought we earned a goal tonight. And um, yeah, it was great for Jacko to score. Yeah, we know the areas we've fallen short in this campaign, and you know, they're the areas we we obviously need to improve in. But again, that only comes with experience and learnings and improvement. And that's our task to, to take what we've learned this year and, and, and improve on it come next year. But you know, we've got to qualify again. I mean, we've, you know, we, we haven't been in this competition for five years, and if you if you do that, then it's very hard then to come in and just make an impact. We, we our job, our job, and my responsibility is to make sure we're there every year. If we're there every year, and we we keep chipping away with at it, I think um, yeah, we'll we'll be able to make more of an impact. I think that's fair enough. I think that's what we've been saying all night. The more you play at this level, the more of an impact you can. Make in the, in the competition And the better you get The more experience you get The more comfortable in your surroundings And I think that'll be the case For this Celtic team You know it's quick to judge Where they've came in 12 months You know we go back to it all the time But I think it's right to go back to it Because it was Such a big transformation At a club And even the manager I know he's hugely experienced And he's managed in the World Cup But this is a different Competition A different level for him also So he's learning as well So I think he's spot on It's a tight game Wins are hard to come by At this level But I believe What he said there It's his responsibility To get them to this level To compete every year If he can do that They will get better The sad reality is Gordon Our teams Actually the first step Is probably to be In the group stages Consistently mm-hmm. First Then you look at it See in See f- Three years in a row Four years in a row Celtic finish Bottom of the group And don't win a game That's when you're getting Proper 
criticism I don't know if Ange Postacoglu is still there for that length of time But you know, hypothetically speaking That's when you've really got to consider you know, What's happening here are we, are we making stages Are we making progress But if you go from not being in the Champions League To being in the Champions League That's your first step And then your next step becomes to get there again And try and make it a more consistent I thing think surely. Your, I think your supporters tell you everything God, We don't have any supporters on here Celtic finish bottom of the league Criticising the, the play, the team, the manager, anything They get along there And as I keep saying As a neutral watching football I've really enjoyed Celtic's mm-hmm. Champions League campaign I like the way they go about their business Okay, results haven't been good for them But Celtic fans should go and pay their money They're not on here criticising They're on here finding positives And that's what the manager's trying to get across Listen, this is new side This is going forward This is what we're trying to do It's a learning curve We need to take on board all the mistakes And work for it Take all the positives as well So I think overall As much bottom of the league I think Celtic supporters will be happy and they'll need to keep progressing and learning. Uh, I mean, Mark, th- there's just no point from him. He's never going to do it anyway, but why would you in terms of you know, just suddenly turning up the Champions League, playing a completely different way, hoping it gets your results? Because then if it doesn't, would it, you know, that's where that's where we would go around in circles, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, and it's, di- look, it's difficult. I, I reference the 12 months, uh, 500 and whatever days he's been here. He's worked in a certain style of play. If you have to chuck that out the window and start working, where does he get the time to do it? His time's limited as it is when he's got a game Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday. So he's got his style. Look, I argued sometimes he should adapt to get something more out of these games. I don't think he's going to do it. Do you think we've overstated it a bit? See, now that it's done and we know that the, the bottom of the group... Of course it's played a part, that's the whole point But for all the talk at the start Celtic aren't out because the style of play, are they? Let's be honest, I haven't looked at those games No, it's not the I mean, reason it, that, that they're out Style of play is attractive I mean it's I mean, I'm not saying it's, it's been commended not. by the way By opposition players and, and managers mm. The fans, Daz is right The fans on these phones have all been for it Just need to be clinical in the final mm. third And be tighter at the back And then you make progress Okay final call of the night Oresti is on the line How's it going Oresti What have you got for The panel tonight Hello Hi I think we can just about hear you Can you hear me Yeah I can hear you yeah. Right take it away What have you got for the panel oh, hi, I, Sorry yeah I was uh, going to sing um, um, Angel The last <laughs> You were going to sing Bobby Williams for, <laughs> Do you know what Do it then <laughs> right, hold it. Shh. Take it away Since Mark Wilson Missed the gig On you go but now, love this show, guys. That's where we're going. Do it all. She offers me. What's going on? It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. Loving angels instead. <laughs> Just when I thought this show could not get any weirder. Oresti, oh, superb. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Hope you've had a good night. Um, Mark, uh, can I just tell you something? What? Um, a couple of, um, a couple of, uh, maybe last week, um, somebody was talking about your goal against Rangers at Dumbarton. Yeah. I, I was there. <laughs> oh, you can, man, Oresti. Trying to know how good that. All right. 
I've, I missed the end of the show We're late I pressed that button late Because <laughs> he was singing it was worth it. And I was distracted was Things you never it, thought you would hear Brilliant. There you go You've it. had the best of both worlds well, You've had complain. a Champions League night And a private showing from Arresty <laughs> Who's even I think he was playing the guitar for he you was. Everything. He it's was great, was great talent Well done, done Arresty Honestly, what a what show night. this is What a show this is uh, Thank you to everyone for listening Thank you Mark Gordon and Oresti Williams On the line there It was a, another Well, it's a disappointing end I guess to the Champions League campaign For Celtic out Bottom of the group No more European football Yes, maybe signs of, of encouragement As we've seen uh, on the phone lines And now it's over to you Rangers fans The same story tomorrow An extended show until 11 With Simon Donnelly and Marvin Bartley And of course Napoli v Rangers At the Stadio Diego Maradona Make sure you join us for that And Amber is up next